0: Another one? Look, I told your little friend I ain't paying for that! Wow, this one's on the...
1: (laughs) Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends by Fall Out Boy. No. (laughs) (laughs) No! You are a getaway car, a rush of blood to the head. But me, I'm just the covers on top of your bed. You steer away in a rear view mirror make my head swim. I keep you warm and won't ask you where you've been. Oh. That whole verse is annotated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna do like the first part. That's fine, that's fine. She's an ex- She's an exciting way for him to escape norm- normacy, Normalcy. But she only sees him as a friend with benefits. And while he knows that that she's intimate with someone else he'll be there and act as if he doesn't know (laughs) pre-chorus with your backless black dress soaked to the skin when it's said and done we're all scrambling and we're friends we're friends just because we move units (laughs) fucking annotations up the ass annotation is under review. This song is a, over a decade old. But they still can't figure it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> the backless back dress is being worn by the girl. This girl who is the distraction from life. The dress was probably worn by her on a date or at a bar. Probably. And it's soaked to the skin because of the su- uh, the sweat from steamy things he's doing with her. Oh, they're Ooh. fucking in the bathroom. Oh, they fucking uh when it's said and done, they're all scrambling. In this line, the tabloids and paparazzi are hearing about what they did in the last line, and they're all scrambling to put this in the tabloids and gossip shows, like Entertainment Today, and the public is also scrambling and freaking out after hearing the news. There's like a whole other paragraph I'm not doing all that. Uh, <laughs> and we're friends we're friends just because we need units and the absolute only reason why he even is associated with this woman is because he is part of a famous successful rock band she's a groupie damn
0: dude when, when your song every lyric has to have an annotation the I feel chorus like- doesn't though
1: the chorus is a chorus read it to me strikes strike us like matches because everyone deserves the flames we only do it for the scars and stories not the fame. at least everyone is trying everyone is shining everyone deserves the flames but it's such a shame such a shame see it doesn't need annotations i I will even say most of the song also probably doesn't really need them that's why it's hilarious yeah the sounds of this small town make my ears hurt make my ears hurt see you uh this he that has annotations (laughs) yeah okay read it to me (laughs) The this town trope is a common one in pop punk songs. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. In which it usually refers to wanting a sense of escape from the norm or wanting to escape the suburbs, which are usually associated with ordinary and plain lives. Pete has been in this town for so long because Pete writes most of the songs. Yeah. um, So long that the fame sounds that the same sounds are becoming tiresome and he longs for a change of scenery <laughs> oh yeah you caught me but i caught you on one, but He's... i caught you one worse a hypocritical and witty response and oh an my argument. god i don't think we need an annotation for that guys we, this is re- just oh, this is this is the, this is the, the one i sent you yes they they say you want a war you've got a war but who are you fighting for the tides out the ships run aground we drown traitors in shallow water which is actually a bar (laughs) i think we both were like yeah that's actually a bar right there yeah uh it's obvious to an observer they can pick up as many they can pick as many fights as they like because there will always be opposition but what is the actual point of it they have no reason to fight. They have no supporters left. They've got nothing to edge us on. To edge us on. If their friends join the other side, all they can do is take petty revenge. It seems like a pointless war driven by unhappy circumstances. <laughs> I'm fascinated. I'm literally <laughs> researching like Fall Out Boy lyric annotation. <laughs> i'm gonna be a fucking fallout boy lyric. you gotta write the encyclopedia follow Boy. only up to Foley, i do <laughs> only up to Foley, i do it's funny too because when you sent me that link uh about that article about um yeah uh joe uh the the lead guitarist of fallout boy apparently wrote a, a memoir uh what's it called not so rock and roll
0: yeah, or, like, This Doesn't Rock or this something. This
1: Doesn't Rock, yeah, something like that. And he was going over a lot of things, like, uh, you know, a lot of, like, the drug issues he was going through and other things like that. But also how, like, he didn't like a lot of the stuff they were doing for newer stuff. Like, their, their, the last album they released, it's been a few years now. It's been, like, I think almost, like, four or five years. Yeah. But they released the album, Mania. Did not like that album. Tried I tried it. I tried it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do um, Save Rock and Roll either. Um... <laughs> But, uh, (laughs) yeah, he was, he wasn't feeling it. He was like, we're not really doing a lot of guitar stuff. We're not really, you know, doing any of like the, the music stuff that makes us a band. And if I was telling Ryan, it felt so good to have things I said, be vindicated by one of the actual band members, (laughs) because I've been saying this for years. I was like, it doesn't even sound like a fucking band playing music anymore. Just sounds like some, some generic musical shit put together in a lab. And some bullshit-ass lyrics layered over it like 14 times, and they're like, "It's an album." Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, that's not exactly word for word how Joe no. felt, but he he was just like, "Yeah, if you need me to do some stuff, yeah, I guess it, I'll do it here and there and this and that." But he's not really like involved. It's it's a thing that happens to like all
0: these fucking like uh, like I'm just gonna fucking say it like these emo alternative bands
1: they like, they get to that point of evolution where it's just not even a band. It's anymore.
0: Panic at the Disco is just Brendan yuri
1: Oh, literally. Yeah, it's been like that for years. And now. like I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, I fucking hate him now. He's not a good person. Yeah. If you look into stuff about Brendan yuri he's not a good person. Yeah. He's honestly kind of a piece of shit. And I
0: hate his fucking voice now. Oh, yeah. I can't
1: stand it. It's, it's one of the... At least with Fall Out Boy, none of those people are like pieces of shit. Yeah. They're just more so like, oh, this doesn't even really sound like a band anymore. Yeah. Which sucks because... Yeah, Joe even was talking about like the damn things. And I was like, the damn things is actually a good little side band project that happened... I think that happened after Full of release when they took like their break. Which should have just been them permanently not being a band. Yeah. Because that led to save rock and roll, which is not a good fucking album at all. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Joe even uh, like, apparently they have some stuff recorded with like actual like band together Mm. recording music. And it doesn't seem like they're going to be using that for anything, which sucks ass because that's what I want from fallout boy. I used to be a huge fallout boy fan, especially in high school. Ryan will testify to this. We, side note, we need to re-record
0: a certain song. We'll do it on acoustic. Mm-hmm. I'll bring my acoustic. Oh, uh, I
1: know exactly what song you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I like them up until fully at And I guess, like, uh, their first graded his album, Believers Never Die. But, like, technically the last album they released before their break was fully do which is funny because joe also said people hated that fucking album when it first came out and they even got booed off stage at some points which i think is awful because i don't know if i've said this on podcast or not but i i recently have re-listened to like fallout boy albums like a couple of times in the last like over the course of this year even too um fully i do is their best album yeah i don't we can argue you can find me and we can argue fully i do is their best album maybe somebody would be like it's infinity on high infinity on high is great it's fucking great i i really like infinity on high it's not their best album fully i do is their peak fully i do is their peak that shit is fantastic i don't care what anyone fucking says that album is great yeah that album is i'm just like going back to it over and over again i've always really loved that album even when i did like infinity on high more but now like being like 28 i'm like nah. this is the this one, this, this is the shit. <laughs> like, this shit is good. This is music. This some good. Mm. <laughs> if you had to pick like worst song, I guess like I don't care or America's Sweethearts, which are just like two of their singles. I used to hate What a Catch. I love What a Catch now.
0: Yeah.
1: What what Donnie it, What a Catch is fucking great. It,
0: it's like I laughed at it. I remember sitting with uh um member of drowned sound Ryan Birch mm-hmm. when that video came out sitting there watching it and kind of laughing at like stuff like with the seagull we're just like what is this video and like it was back when the video had like cuz they took it out where before the video had like the boat sinking and Pete was on the video waving goodbye mm-hmm. to everyone cuz he's going to be famous in solo guys See which ya. which d- failed d- yeah so they
1: Pete's side project was awful That's why the they took way. that out of the video when Fallout Boy came out it, it's 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 not fucking his side project whatever he was doing i tried to listen to it. i was like this shit sucks i think the best side project to come out uh joe and uh andy the guitarist and the drummer i think they were in the damn things that was the best side project to come out of Out boy i was like this shit slap <laughs> pat uh patrick did had a solo career too i liked like a few tracks off of that one mm. but it was whatever but yeah Donnie, What It Catches is, is great. It's a funny song. It's a funny song, but it's just like listening to it now, I'm just like, nah, I like this.
0: It, <laughs> it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You're not going to like it the first couple times you listen to it. Mm-hmm. I but, think
1: it, It's also a maturity thing. Yeah. Like being in like high school and listening to something. Yeah. you. I don't think a lot of people can really appreciate it at a high school age as compared to when you're like an adult. Yeah. Like, uh, I know a lot of people think, a lot of people say Paramore's best album is like brand, or not, um, or is, is like Riot. It's not Riot. Riot's good. Riot's not their best album. Yeah. I think their best album is Brand New Eyes, which is the album after that. Uh, another acceptable answer would be After Laughter, which is like their most recent album. That one's my second favorite. That's like Kevin's favorite album from Paramore. But, uh, After Laughter, that's the one with, uh... Hard times. Yeah. No, it's because it's a new sound. It's completely different. It's a so. new sound, but it's good. It yeah, works. it's really good. It, it works. Um, They have some good tracks off of that. I think uh, Fake my favorite Happy, song... right? Hmm?
0: Fake Happy is on that one, right?
1: I believe so. That's a good. My one. favorite track off of that is uh, Idol Worship. That one's good. But uh, Brand New Eyes is my favorite Paramore album. I think that's arguably the best one. It's a great album. That one has a uh, fucking Brick by Boring. Brick. It's such a. It's, that's God. the best fucking song. And i know it's like brick by boring brick is so
0: good <laughs> it? and it's so deep yeah it's so fu- i fucking hate how that much i chorus love it it's
1: so hard
0: yeah. and Go it get just... your
1: shovel. we'll dig a deep hole it will bury the castle
0: bury the castle and the
1: bass yeah. <laughs> no, that, that Hits, I bro. can't
0: listen to that song without shouting along with the but up but up. like yeah, I have yeah. to that
1: that's a good fucking album yeah yeah but like bands don't make music like that anymore and I don't want to be like that old timey old head guy no, I, I, it's it I don't want to well you know what they don't it's not that they don't it's harder to find it's harder to find and I, I, I can actually, find it if you look
0: i almost mentioned this last episode I almost had this exact thought because on my drive up to the wedding, Mm -hmm. we had Mr. Mr. Blue Sky was playing Mm. and we were like, the music like this isn't out anymore. And we're like, fuck, are we like hitting that boomer mentality? where it's just like, this
1: isn't what we knew. I think We're it's like, just harder to find. If you yeah. look for it, you can find it. Yeah, but it's
0: like, that's not what's selling anymore. Yeah,
1: because I say that about about rap music all the time. People are just like, they don't make rap like they They do. They 100% do. Yeah. You have to look, but I will argue it is harder to find, but I will also argue it's easier to look for compared to, like, the old days of, like... You have to go to, like, a record store. You have to find the right record. Maybe somebody's playing it on the street. Whereas now, you have the internet at your fingertips. You can, like, Google, like, a sound you're looking for or, like, YouTube it. And you can find artists you've never known about before.
0: It's kind of like when, like, cable really became a thing. And, um you know like the whole like thousands of channels but nothing to watch like Mm -hmm. but then like 10 years later people discover a show that got canceled that was really good yes and it it is exactly what's happening with music nowadays because there's such a broader spectrum and there's such like an immediate grasp for everything like i got a playlist from my little cousin jacob if you're listening i'm going to listen to like all those music you sent me it's hard but i plan on it but Mm -hmm. like there's just so much music i haven't heard of some of this stuff like Usually when I try and reach out to music, I'm still hearing the same things, but it's, like, once you take the next step further. Yes. Like, that's that's, when you find things. That's
1: how I feel about J-Rock. When I, like, fully got into, like, J-Rock and J-Pop music, like, fully, like, I was actually, like, looking for stuff. Yeah. Instead of just, like, oh, I like this anime opening. Yeah. Like, like, a lot of bands I discover, like, had been long broken up. Like, Beat Crusaders, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, a huge body of work. By the time I like really was into them, they had already not been a band anymore. School Food Punishment is my favorite J-rock band of all time. Uh, long had stopped being a band by the time I like really got into them. Yeah. <laughs> but because of that, I kept looking for bands. There's bands active that I'm super into now, like Koshu Kosumi, uh, Polka Dot Stingray. I believe they just released an album too. You know, there's 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 music out there. Uh, so Rion uh, they they're still technically a band. They just haven't dropped an album in a really long fucking time. Uh, I, their solo their their singer has a solo career there too. Dude,
0: you want to know something funny? Hmm. I keep getting into bands that I've seen but wasn't into them when I have seen them.
1: Yes, yes, I, um, that's happened to me before with a lot. Of okay, stuff.
0: Pacifier is one of my favorite white boy reggae bands. Um, <laughs> white I boy s- reggae
1: is a beautiful subgenre <laughs> of music.
0: <laughs> it, it, they're great, but I don't want to call them reggae. It's not reggae. Yeah. It's not reggae, guys. It's a so white s- guy
1: that's like, here's my reggae.
0: Mm, shaka, who's got the herb when I'm dry? <laughs> I want to <laughs> get so high. I'm like, yeah, all right. But <laughs> anyway, um, I like Pacifier because they're not so much like, mm, shaka, yeah, w- oh, oh. Like I, Revolution's cool, guys, Like, but they're so easy to make fun. But, I was gonna
1: say, what, what was the band that, that they listened to that flame brother all the time? It was oh, Revolution. <laughs> Revolution and, yeah. and,
0: and Iration and like um the Dirty Heads. Like it was all those ones. But whatever Pacifier came in, there because it was always on their playlist. Like yeah. that's a good one. You should check them out. Okay. They're really yeah, good. Ghostman is a really fucking good right, song. Right, I'll be um, I'll be I like them because it's more like. It feels a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Uh where was I going? Oh yeah. Pacifier. I saw them like per- opening up some, I went to some shop. Yes. I just went to it. Um, I've seen Sabaton before on my way here. I put on a Viking metal playlist. Mm. Uh, it wasn't Viking metal. It was just metal that some kid put together that like sounded like you would be on a if Viking. If I was a
1: Viking. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: Sabaton was on there. I've seen Sabaton a couple of times. And, like, I always thought they were good, but I was like, that was my getting drunk for Maiden part of the show. Oh. So I was listening. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I might like Sabaton. Okay. Yeah, it just keeps happening to me. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, expansion musical minds, y'all, is what yeah. we try to say. We say it every now and then, expansion musical minds. That was not intended to be the intro but i love huh. talk I, I always love when we talk music how because it's a fun time
0: how long have we gone in this post
1: show so Oh, far? we're like we're like 18 minutes in fuck okay but but pick but because this will be quick i feel like this will be quick and we can get okay. to you do you mind if you pause for me to in it again yeah you can I drink this 40 really fast. <laughs> okay so uh ryan just peed mm-hmm. what i was gonna say was since we're talking about music uh, and discovering new things Shout out to Atlanta for always having oh yeah a, a, a different song that plays at the start of every episode. So I, I wanted to segue into Atlanta because yeah. season four just started, final season. Yeah, two episodes. I watched them uh, midnight after they came out because I don't I don't have cable. I have Hulu. I watched them last night. I did a little blitz. Yes, I appreciate stuff. you. So <laughs> real quick, we'll just talk about these episodes. Uh, the first episode, fantastic way to come back into Atlanta. Yeah. Everyone had their own little plot. Bro. Darius. <laughs> yes. Please. Returning the fucking air fryer. Okay. That was probably. That whole storyline. That part is
0: still my favorite scene so far of, of the show. Mm. It's just him first walking in. Just like, oh, just trying to return the air fryer. He's like, don't you see what's happening? He's like, yeah. They're all fucking looting. It's wild. The target. It's like, it's a Marshalls. Marshalls.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to let you leave with that air fryer.
0: So it's like. Darius is trying to walk out with an air fire right, that, he...
1: that he that he owns. He was yeah. trying to return it. He's trying to return it. During the, the riots, which was based off of uh, the 2020 stuff that happened. Because
0: yeah. it was clearly a target.
1: It was a target. That's an actual event that happened. Yeah. And a lady tried to stop it. Whole reference. Lady in the wheelchair yeah. wasn't letting people leave. <laughs> and they sprayed her with a fire extinguisher.
0: So she busts out a knife, looks at him, and just starts going after him. In
1: the whole episode, she's just stalking Darius around the city with this knife, slowly trying to stab him. (laughs) No matter where he goes, no matter how fast he goes, she always eventually turns the corner in her fucking chair and starts going over to him with the knife.
0: It's real like season one humor of Atlanta.
1: It even got to the point where he's just like, I'm just trying to return the air fryer. She's like, I don't care. I was like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> so that's Darius's whole plot. Um, Van and Ern go to Atlantic Station because uh, Van needs a new phone. Yeah. And at first, Ern runs into some girl he, he used to date a few years back. Oh, okay. And then he was like, man, I haven't seen her in years. And Van says, you know, you can't go to Atlantic Station without meeting somebody you haven't seen in a while. And then they get to the phone shop somebody taps on the window another woman who earned dated like years yeah. ago And he's yeah. surprised she even noticed him uh then a dude that worked at the phone store started talking to van because they went to a concert years back and van's like he still works here after all these years he still works here so pretty much atlantic station people get lost there and end up having and they just end up staying there and they lose track of time yeah so as they're there they keep running into people or noticing people that they used to date or talk to yeah years in their past they start pointing it out it it makes them them uncomfortable it was
0: it was kind of a big metaphor of like lose the losing yourself after a breakup Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah you're just kind of fumbling around running into the same people
1: yeah because 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 van was like okay i want to go yeah. And was like, yes, let's go I
0: feel like that was kind of us Solidifying them to the uh, Hopefully solidifying them to the audiences Like they're together again,
1: again. Yeah, somewhat of a couple are working yeah. on it at least Yeah uh, They can't find the car Get out of the parking lot And the first goal that turns to Erd is still in the parking lot <laughs> I felt so bad for it's her Long time no see And he's like, we just talked to you a little while ago And she couldn't remember how long she had been there And so they ask her What's the last movie you remember playing at the theater? And she said, now you see me too? <laughs> <laughs> so this has been there for fucking years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So now you see me too? So they're still trying to look for the car. My favorite plot of this story was Al's. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. So Al's in the car. He just found out this rapper Blue Blood died. Now, I don't know if you caught the reference this is a, this is this is a mf doom reference okay because when mf doom passed it was revealed when when they officially renounced announced it he had already been like dead for a while the family just finally officially made the death public yeah and alan it took me a minute to catch it like halfway through the episode i was like oh i know what this is for but if you listen to al at first in the car he's like yeah apparently they they said he died three months ago and they just said it now like, it's a whole boom okay. Shadow. Okay. Very obscure yeah. rapper, the flow that he's doing. Oh, Modena also caught something when we watched the episodes. I watched him with her yesterday, too. I watched him again. Uh, the dude that plays Blue Blood yeah. is Earl Sweatshirt huh like if you really I was she she looked it up she was like yeah i know that nigga's voice it's, it's earl sweatshirt
0: that's cool that's but the really way cool. he was
1: rapping it was like yeah yeah no mf doom I, I didn't bars. make it the
0: connection but once you pointed it out it's like it clicks it
1: clicks in your head you're like oh okay but al's listening to the songs as he's going about his day and one of the lines is like step at DD barbecue for zoo pie and he looks over across the street and there's a D&D barbecue. Yeah. And so he goes in and orders a zoo pie Yeah. And the dude's like, Alright, one Zoopie. And he starts playing music. And it's another blue blood song. And it's like the nigga is saying shit and it just matches up with what's happening. Yeah. He is like, Is this sit a meat <laughs> hole <it> overhead <laughs> in the chair? And it's a fucking scavenger hunt. The, the album has, is a scavenger
0: hunt. He looks at me and he's like, it's this a scavenger, scavenger hunt. hunt? And he's like, Blue oh. Blood Alive. And he's
1: like, Blue Blood. <laughs> so Al's whole thing this episode is going on a fucking scavenger hunt listening to the album. And I was like, bro, we need this album just released because yeah. low-key that shit was fucking. It was good. But it was a whole fucking scavenger hunt. Like, it, As you're watching the scenes unfold, yeah. the lyrics that are playing is exactly matching up. So Al's like, Figuring it out it's and like, going around Atlanta. it later.
0: It's like an anime intro where if you see it or hear it, you're like,
1: okay, cool. Yeah. But
0: when you see it with the, the events, you're like, oh, mm. this is telling me exactly what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. So eventually he gets to the destination. This is actually where I figured it out when it mm. started to like click in my head. It wasn't like halfway through. He gets there. And it's not like, oh, Blue Blood's still alive and he's doing a private show. He knew he was going to die, so he recorded this album before he did. And it was like a little scavenger hunt. And if you listen to the album and pay attention, it leads you to where his funeral would be held. <laughs> so his wife was there because she went along with the plan. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, this is MF Doom. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So it started to make sense in my head. <laughs> Excuse me i was like i need some water and i just made that shit. yeah
0: worse.
1: so Al Al i'll he's like the fifth person there they start going into like she's so like I, it wasn't that hard all you had to do was listen to the album yeah <laughs> and i was like damn because because they'll be listening to music and though emma of doom had like this big impact and presence in the hip-hop community i i wouldn't say he was like mainstream mainstream
0: yeah no he would A lot of people knew him and liked him, and some people would say that they're fans of him, but, like, it would just be, like, a couple
1: songs that they would put on. Yeah. So, as that's going on, Ern and Van find, like, an emergency exit out of the parking lot, and it leads them into this dark hallway. And they're, like, struggling to get through it, but you can't really see it, so they're, like, describing what's happening. And then they end up exiting where the fucking funeral is. And... Al looks at him, he's like, y'all fuck with Blue Blood, too? <laughs> so they start leaving together. Oh, and the girl, uh, follows Tenya, them out. she follows them out so she can escape, too. So they're leaving. They run into Darius, who's been on the run the whole episode, and Darius is like, yes, let's go, please. And Al's like, Er, you want me to drop you off with your car? He's like, no, they can't. I'm not going back yeah, to the yeah. medic station. So they're leaving, and... Kenya's like, oh, where'd you get that air fryer from? And Darius is like, it was a gift. And she's like, damn, the whole reason I went to Atlantic Station was to get a gift from my dad, and I didn't get one. So he gives her the air fryer, right? They all leave. Van's like, Kenya, do you need a ride? And she's like, no, my Uber's about to show up. So she's waiting for the Uber, and you can hear the fucking electric chair. Yeah, I know.
0: The scooter, like, pulling up to her. It was when they drove off, and I kept watching the car drive off. I was like, oh, no. Because she has the air no. fryer. And then the episode
1: just ends with her looking over her shoulder. She stabbed her. Oh, she definitely stabbed her. So that was the season premiere. It was a good episode. <laughs> the second episode, shorter summary. Uh, this episode is fantastic. So I'm going to say this real quick. Mm. Um, it seems
0: like this is back to like what Atlanta was in 1 and 2. Mm. I like to think if... Atlanta season three was Atlanta the movie without being Atlanta the
1: movie. Mm-hmm. It was the same weird shit. It just felt wither, weirder because they were in Europe. Yeah, they were in a foreign exactly. Land. And Europeans are weird. I'm not even gonna lie. It was a good season. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really liking this season. Oh yeah, back in back in the roots. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh, the next episode was fucking great. Oh, it was so good. So oh, they my had God. this storyline going parallel with Ernst. So <laughs> Ernst was going to therapy, <laughs> which was actually. Great it was a, scene. really. Those were we learn best. about the whole thing at Princeton. He has a lot of personal trauma. Uh, someone in his family abused, abused him? him. Yeah. Uh oh. He was crying. Like ther- the therapist was fantastic. Uh, shout out to the fact that it was a black therapist. Black people yeah. need black therapists. If you watch this episode, you understand why perfectly. It was beautiful. And Earns actually sorting out issues. But while that's happening, there's this other stuff happening with this white woman who apparently is a, trying to be an aspiring children's author. And it looks like she's getting like a book deal. Mm-hmm. She has like a, a manager to help her and everything. And she's supposed to have this reading at like this library. So we're watching her get this set up. She's like a middle-aged white woman uh, doing that. And the whole time you're wondering like, what the fuck is up with this woman? So Earn, uh, during the last therapy session scene, talks about this whole thing involving, like, this woman at TSA at the airport, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, fucked above and her and then he learns his lesson. I want to get to it because it's so good to watch the episode. Yeah. But Earn's just like, I want to take a little break from therapy just so I can, like, apply what you've helped me learn. And the therapist's like, oh, you know what, Earn? That's that's good. You know, if you ever need me, I'm here. So that ends. It gets to the scene with the white lady going to the library, right, to read the book. Yeah. Starts reading the book. The kids do not like the book. They are like heckling her, interrupting her, making fart noises. And eventually, the kids are like, "This shit is boring. I'm leaving." Yeah. And they all leave while she's reading the book. The camera crew that's there to film it, or most of them leave, except for one of them, uh, a publicist that was like, you know, scouting to pick her up. She gets up and leaves. Yeah. Everyone fucking leaves. And she starts. You
0: almost cr- feel bad for her. You
1: almost feel bad for her. She starts crying. Then it cuts to a bar with this bitch on the fucking monitor, right? Earn, when he was talking about the lady that fucked him over at the TSA line, it was her. (laughs) It was the lady reading the book and that's how it links. And you start, it, it, I caught it because when she gets, first gets there, they won't let her bring her dog in. She's like, I have a doctor's note. It's a, you know, a Mm. service dog. And she's like, I work at the airport, and this now I was like,
0: oh, I didn't catch that, that. bitch works at the. L. Is this the that TSA makes, lady? That makes me feel so much
1: better about what happened to her. Earn pff, is the pettiest fucking nigga on the planet. So the therapy scenes happened two months before this went down with the white yeah. lady, because he's talking about that in his last therapy session as if it just had happened. And so when it gets to the bar with her crying on the monitor, Earn set up Holy her getting a publishing job in that book reading. Everyone that was involved in her storyline was an actor. The publicist was an actor. The publisher's assistant was an actor. Yeah. The scout was an actor. The black lady that worked at the library was an actor. And he's paying them because, you know, he has big yeah. money. Al and them are, they're, they're, they're rich. They got good work. So Al and Darius go to the bar and he's like, Remember that lady, Lisa Mann, at the airport that ruined my vacation? And he says, Well, I've been planning for the last few months to ruin her entire life. It's so fucked up. If you're it's so there fucked, and you're fucked like, up,
0: earn. but
1: I couldn't help but laugh.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's hilarious, <laughs> but you're also sitting there like it's like laughing at Michael Scott. Yeah. Where you're like,
1: ah But <laughs> even Al was just like Bro, that was months ago. <laughs> what the fuck? You yeah. still mad that? <laughs> and he's like, come on, it's funny. And it's watching her on the monitor and she's fucking going to her car crying because she quit her job because she yeah. thought she was about to make it big. Her and her best friend had a falling out. Her life is in shambles.
0: See, I would have felt more bad for her if like she wasn't kind of a...
1: She was kind of a bitch and yeah. apparently uh, she was kind of racist towards black people like their co-workers at yeah. PSA apparently were saying like, she's like that. that she she does that with black people a lot because she wouldn't take Ern's passport because she said it was too damaged but he was going on a domestic flight it's, it's a it fun... was a domestic but it was a domestic flight it was a domestic
0: fool it's such a fun it like it has an extra layer to it where like the entire class mm. was black so it's like urn went all in with this oh yeah like but, like, he turned a, a somewhat racist into probably, like, white supremacist racist.
1: Maybe. <laughs> but it was funny as fuck. It was. And at the end of the episode, Erd's like, I need to go back to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you 100% do. 100%. Dude. But that was hilarious. That I was like, yo, that was beautiful. Because the whole episode, I was like, where is this going? Yeah. Why is this white lady so involved in this? And then as soon as she was like, I work at the airport, I was like, oh so what's about to happen i was not expecting that but i <laughs> so atlanta came back with a bang yeah really did. Uh, i'm looking forward to next week's episode it's titled born to die or something like that so um, i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it this final season has started off strong uh but that's all we're going to talk about for atlanta we're going to close out we're talking about some yu yu we haven't talked about yu yu haka yeah. in a minute Brian had finished the second round of the Dark Tournament, yeah, which uh, led the Doctor Ichigachi team against Team Yurameshi, which featured Yusuke Kuwabara and the mysterious masked Fighters, As he and Karama were uh, distracted away from the rest of the team.
0: See, it'll be nice because uh, this will be a short little talk. Because it is short little. It's couple a short fight, arc.
1: but it, it, it has some important impact.
0: It's a uh, it's a really nice Kuwabara arc, even though like half of it he's out of the side. Mm-hmm. He's out of the sideline for light. reasons. Yeah, yeah. But um, it it does suck that they immediately
1: had to go into this. Fight. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They they after they barely like finished that round, they immediately were like, nope, we gotta fight next round right now against Team Masho. Yep. <laughs> I that's that's one of my favorite rounds in the tournament besides the finals. But um, yeah. What'd you think of it? What'd you think of uh, the three v three?
0: It was a nice um. The dark tournament is fun, but it's a lot of like big crazy things going on. It Mm. felt like it, you know, it's like the same beast, you know, like where it's just like they're in some shit. It's crazy, but like there's a lot going on, so it's Mm. nice to kind of revert back to what feels like season one era of Mm. Yu Yu Hakusho, Mm -hmm. where it's just like some guy putting some things on some guys, and they're they're they're
1: it, it felt like season one. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Ichigachi was this evil demonic troll scientist yeah. who took advantage of this human psychic martial arts students. They're, he was like, I'll help you, you mastiff, you run an experiment with me. So he takes these three dudes and he puts these devices on them that pretty much mind controls the human brain so they become killing machines for him. Yeah. And so at the start of the episode, Kouabara's like having dream premonitions and... Something I like, I'm glad they like reference that again because he had like this weird vision link with Yukina, yeah. where you could see all her past trauma. So I like like they they bring that back with yeah. Kuiba's sixth sense, a recurring ability, yeah. which is nice. Kuiba just has this naturally heightened sixth sense, and I just, I wanted to note that because a lot of people in the fandom are like, well, I don't understand why Shizuru couldn't manifest powers because Shizuru's sixth sense seemed to be stronger i don't think it's that shizuru's sixth sense is stronger than Kuobara's. i think Kuobara has the stronger sixth sense of the two it's the fact that shizuru seems more accepting of her abilities so she's more used to like getting premonitions or weird vibes and just accepting them for what they are yeah whereas Kuobara's consistently showed that he didn't really want the sixth sense powers he went to genkai's Tournament to, Tournament get rid of them. to get rid of the powers and then he came back with a spirit sword <laughs> which is also why Kuwabara seems to be able to manifest weapons out of his energy Yeah, I don't think Shizuru technically in terms of just like raw psychic ability is as strong as Kuwabara she's just more trained I would say like she's more used to using those abilities yeah. because she just seems more accepted that's what I'll say if you disagree with me you disagree but from what I've seen in the anime and read from the manga after all this time that's what it seems like kulabara's whole journey is more so like accepting the powers that he has yeah but yeah he gets the dream premonition yusuke's not really listening to him they do the fight and he's like what the fuck these are the niggas from my dream <laughs> and so they they start getting the asses whooped yusuke for some reason still can't fire spirit gun yeah the, referencing the how you feel about my nigga rugby but fucking rugby Such an unnecessary filler character. No, I'm waiting to
0: build a team where it's like, okay, so far it's Rando and Rugby.
1: (laughs) Put Sari in there. From the four Saint Beasts. That nigga got washed one episode by the <laughs> game. <laughs> Rando, you Rugby.
0: Okay, so basically if uh, Yu Yu Hakusho had a Dragon Ball um, Raging Blast team, this would be my, you know how I was like Chow Tzu, Tarble. Yeah. Like, I picked the bullshit characters. And the I was wash still, niggas. I would still stomp like people picking Super Saiyan 3 Brawly. Oh,
1: <laughs> I, I think when you first mentioned it to me, I said, uh, what's his name? Baldo the Bat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would own with that team. Nobody would
0: expect it. But anyway, I want more rugby. He's dead. Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> it's such
1: a weird filler character. I don't understand why he existed. It was For like, the sake of that scene.
0: It, it's it's like someone... It, I, I imagine that Rugby's creation was similar to the creation of Towelie in South Park.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> you haven't seen the rest of that team, right? Besides the big black dude with the axe? Oh, they haven't shown their fight yet? Well, no,
0: because uh, Tagoro
1: killed them. Okay, okay. So you did see their fight. Yeah. He does not match with that team! Not at all! <laughs> not at all! <laughs> It was so unnecessary because they just summoned the sumo dude. So I was just like, "What the fuck was the point of rugby, rugby. existing? <laughs> they had like spears and axes. <laughs> this guy this played nigga rugby. with a rugby ball. <laughs> 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 oh. um, I was like, yeah, you're gonna get a kick out of that. He it's was, so he, fucking he, unnecessary. He was more
0: like a My Hero Academia street villain. For
1: real. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I could see him. Like being just like this filler nigga that Bakugo washes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like was, shut the fuck. Yeah, up. he would just be like he would fire the ball back at him and knock out scene.
0: <laughs> God, fucking oh, rugby. It was peak. so
1: fucking yeah. But anywho, uh, I like this team. It was nice. Abilities. I was, fucking what, angel blades. Invisible I, slash.
0: I want to throw in grizzly claw. I will really want to throw in how much I enjoyed, but also did I? I love these characters. Kurama and Hiei, mm. I enjoyed
1: that they weren't in this fight. Oh yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool that they were separate. I like how they, I like how they built the rounds because it's like, well, we can't have TV or Mesh, you just wash everybody every round. Yeah, there <laughs> there has to be some tension yeah. going on. So so I like the I like the way. This is why people consider the Dark Tournament like one of the best arcs in Yu Yu Hakusho and just one of the best anime tournament arcs. Period. Like the way it's set up through the rounds, it's so like there's always something different. There's always a twist. Like the first round, clean. You know your intro round. Yeah. Second round, uh oh. In Karama aren't there? They're considered the heavy hitters. <laughs> and so then you're gonna have to stuff with the third round, the semifinals, and all that. Uh, How would you feel about Cool Bar's, uh sacrifice?
0: Um, it was very normal. It may it's like. Kuabara is a double-edged spirit sword Where yes. you love him I love so that. much I love that line, <laughs> by the way That's beautiful <laughs> You <laughs> love him so much, but he does things And you're like, Kuwabara I love you, but right now mm-hmm. It's life or death, it don't matter I, I, I get like, why he did Because Kuwabara is yeah.
1: such a kind-hearted yeah. person it, it makes me feel bad that I wouldn't mm-hmm. You know? Because even you, even with Yusuke, he didn't want to Yeah, he did it for Kuabara. Yeah, he, he was like
0: cuz <laughs> like, he'd rather lose the dark tourna- tournament than have Kuwabara feel like lose respect for him mm-hmm. like truly like they yeah. are best friends
1: they always oh have been. to feel sick of myself for doing this than the mask Fighter who's gorgeous, who's not an old saggy lady on this.
0: Yeah, mask. I was like, well, I know it's her still, but like, I was like, I was like, I wanted to be like, what? But I was like, they'll I saw, yeah, exactly. I saw I, I was I like, think oh. Even if
1: it's like your first time, if you had like no prior knowledge of Yu Yu Show, I think you'd still be like, that's Genkai yeah, it's somehow. It's fucking Genkai. It has to be, it just looks like a young Genkai. It's another mask. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. I was like, damn, that bitch bad. Is that Genkai's daughter? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. so so uh, Genkai stops Yusuke from blowing these niggas up because Cool Bar getting thrown out of the ring, uh, it, it empowers Yusuke and also it emotionally reaches these mind control dudes long enough for them to be crying blood yeah. and. They do the scene where you were talking about it, and they were like, kill, 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 kill us, kill us! And all crying, yeah.
0: and it's playing the sad music, yeah. and then you see the Naruto swing, like...
1: <laughs> and, Kou- that, and, and Yusuke was like, fuck, that's what Kuobara was talking about. He's like, God damn it!" And Yusuke's able to see through their moves, because the whole time they were on defense, Yusuke couldn't fire the gun. Kuobara refused to attack them. They were just dodging moves, so Yusuke could see through, like, Angel Blades. Only, like, two of them were real. He could see the invisible slash. Grizzly Claw, my personal favorite. Yeah. <laughs> just just the name. Yeah. Grizzly Claw. Because <laughs> I, I have to look it up, but I'm sure that's not the fucking actual oh, name. probably not. But I love the fact that it's called Grizzly Claw. Why don't it just Claw? be called Bear Claw? <laughs> Grizzly Claw is a better name, then. But it'd Because it just reminds me of a uh, Kabato. <laughs> With bonsai bomber, <laughs> big <Org> arm. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love big arm bomber. <laughs> big arm bomber. Big arm bomber. Fucking spashes. I need a Yu Yu Hakusho fighting game with him as an available character, just so I can hear him say that. Get the same dub voice actor, please. <laughs> just so I can spam it. Oh my god. Big arm bomber. <laughs> but uh mass fighter. You're gonna keep calling her mass fighter until it's revealed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, She stops him. She starts doing some weird magical bullshit and what we see is uh, she pokes them all in the fucking heart Yeah. and it pops the things out of them, the little mind control devices out of the bugs. And they all pass out. It looks like she killed them, but she actually purified them with the spirit wave. Yeah. So this is our first one of our first real taste of it, uh, she healed coolbar's wounds via, like, power from the spirit wave, but we never really, like, officially yeah. saw it. So that's one way yeah. you can use the spirit so, wave. And You're going to see some other stuff.
0: It's interesting to know that Yusuke knows this, to but to a point. Like, he's, he's not he's mastered it. He's trained in it, he has
1: not ma- but he knows some aspects it, of it. I,
0: I like it in anime when it's, like, a character who's teaching someone their moves. is like, here's the potential. You'll get there by the end.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool uh, technique. It has a lot of variety to it. It can do, it can heal, it can purify, it can attack. But there's, there's, there's a little bit more to it than that too. You'll see as the Dark Tournament unfolds. Um, but yeah, she purifies them, and then Dr. Ichigachi's just like, "Well, I still have your master." Then my niggas, he and Karama show up. They're like, "We beat up your fucking guards. We killed your robot." We found the master, my nigga Karama. Found some herbs real quick. Healed him right up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like, you love to see it. You love to see a nigga get washed. So as Ichigachi's like by himself in a corner, he injects himself with his own drugs, turning himself into a giant demonic ogre looking thing. And at first it's like, "Uh uh-oh, we might be in trouble. Nah, nah. And then Yusuke's like, nah nigga yeah <laughs> cracks knuckles proceeds to beat the absolute shit out of th- and he- Yusuke doesn't have like an official move yeah or title for like what he does in this part but a lot of games uh, I remember Jump Force one of the cool features about Jump Force is they give like this style of assault Yusuke does Um uh, cool title oh yeah called organ murder so that's what i like to call it when yusuke pummels the shit out of somebody it makes sense (laughs) it it fits it because he he just barrages this man with blows like for for the master for the master students for kuwabara and that last one that that finishing blow that was for him for pissing him off very very jotaro kujo fucking made me mad my nigga that's why you got folded. <laughs> <laughs> so, Team Urameshi takes the W. And it looks like they get time to rest, recuperate, charge up. Bar, you know, his his body's beaten and battered. He's on oh, the yeah. back. And the fucking tournament announce committee is just like, we about to start the next round of the tournament, which means Team Urameshi, you about to fight Team Masha right now. Let's go. They have had zero time to recover. Oh, yeah. Team Masho shows up five members strong. It's
0: It makes you realize that it's really good that uh, Hiei and Kurama weren't here. But also, the fight would have ended real quick if they were here.
1: Also, it's more complicated than that for this third round. You'll oh,
0: soon I'm soon. sure. You'll soon see. I'm sure. Uh,
1: the only thing I hinted at to Ryan was that Team Masho is a team of ninjas. Yeah. They are demon shinobi. So each one of them has their own cool... Cool ass technique. Uh, the, they will the be fighting sound all, five. Yes, <laughs> they will be fighting all five of these niggas. Cool. It, it's it's a good round. It's my favorite round of the tournament. Uh, so you'll you'll see you'll see when you get there. Um, but that but that concludes as far as Ryan has watched. So so you like you like the second round? It was fun. It was the fun. the first round was like. It was better. Oh, yeah. I I fully agree. Yeah, I fully agree. The second but round I, was a nice like placeholder. I think it works well since it's back to back with Team yeah. Macho, because Team Macho definitely has that. It's 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 like the first round but heavier. Cool. So so you'll get that vibe to it. Yeah, I'm so, excited. I'm so excited. So the fact that the rounds go back to back, I think it works for the second round's favor as well, because it's like oh, it transitions directly into this. There's yeah. no in between. Nice. So so you'll see. It's good, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. But um, yeah. Well, next time we talk about Yu Yu, we'll be talking about the Team Macho round, and then we'll talk about the the semi final round for the to the finals with Team Togoro. It's it's not a spoiler. You know they make it to the finals. Yeah. And you know it has to be. T- it's not a spoiler. Yeah. It's it's. Tagoro totally um, anyway. When once we once we get to the finals, I think we'll talk about it by match. Yeah. Just because each fight is about at least like the first three fights are about like two episodes. The final battle is like five episodes. Yeah, that'll be so a every match. every time we'll just talk about a round because we could just talk about all the details of that specific fight since yeah. it's their final fight of the arc. So we'll 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 get into that when we get there. But for all these other ones, we'll go round by round. Okay. But um, that that's about it for the post show. Uh, anything else you want to add? caught it. if y'all don't get it go back but that, that that's it I, I messed up the timing on the throw <laughs> a, you good you still caught it i caught it Uh <laughs> oh, much love to you guys have a great night love you love you love you knows will it end what mother